short form video has absolutely dominated every single platform imaginable right now in 2023. And it's probably going to be even more in the future. Today, we're going to talk about how those platforms, what they're doing, how are they competing? What does that mean for us, content creators, business owners, personal brands, etc.? This is going to be a very important show because I've got data, I've got research, I've got so much to talk about. You want to grow your audience, you want to get more views, you want to get more customers, you want to get more clients, you want to get more Monet. Well, you know where you need to be. It's the Creator Economy Podcast show. Come on back, y'all. What would happen if I took a chance? It's always hard at first glance. I don't want to, but I know I got to do it. The truth is hard to swallow. I think I'll chew it. Welcome, everybody, to the Creator Economy Podcast live show. This is the show where we help you monetize your skills, experience, and creativity in the creator economy. I'm your host, Professor Nez. It's great to see you guys. If you want to know more about me, just go check out my about page or my website or become a Nez Nation insider, professornez.com forward slash insider, and you'll get the most up-to-date, best information. It's our free VIP newsletter, so you're in the know. Today is a huge show. I'm so super, super excited. Replay viewers, podcast listeners, I can't wait to hear from you as well. We're going to be talking about short form video content. I've been saying this forever. I've been talking about this for I don't know how long. And, you know, ever since the advent of shorts and reels and, you know, TikTok has pretty much caused ripples that are undeniable, irreparable. We're never going back. It's all about short form video. Now, uh, if you're a business, if you're a content creator and you're not leveraging short form video, get out of here. Don't even be here because you're just in the wrong place. I'm just going to be honest with you. I have to be upfront. If you're not leveraging this amazing, convenient, powerful, accessible tool right now, that is literally, I'm going to go through some stats and analyses like literally right now, I don't know what to tell you other than that you're in the wrong place. Okay. Now, if you're a business owner, if you're a content creator, if you're somebody who has an important message that you think people should listen to, and you actually think you have something to say, stick around because I'm going to tell you what's happening with these different short form platforms. Who's going to win? Yes. I'm going to tell you my bold prediction. Who is going to win the short form video content war in 2023. So stick around for that. Really quickly, before we get started, I have to say this. We've got a very, very awesome guest who works at YouTube, very high up position, coming to the Creator Economy live stream podcast show to take your questions, to take our questions all about YouTube. We are having the Creator Liaison of YouTube, Mr. Renee Ritchie is going to be on the show. He was actually supposed to be on our show today, but I'm sure you guys know, if you haven't heard in the news, Google's going through some major issues and challenges right now, uh, if you haven't heard. Um, and so he had to postpone. He had some unexpected travel. Renee, if you're listening, uh, I wish you all the best. I can't wait to have you on the show. If you're wondering to yourself, what is a creator liaison? Literally, what Renee's job is, is to bridge the gap between creators, you and I, 
and YouTube, the biggest video platform on planet Earth. So we can grow our channels, grow our business, make Monet, grow our audiences, right? Um, and so if you have questions for Renee, I know I've got a billion and six questions. If you have questions for Renee, the best way for you to not miss out on that show, even if you miss it, there's going to be a ton of answers for questions you probably didn't even realize. I would highly recommend because of the sort of um, precarious, unpredictable scenario happening at Google right now. We're not sure if Renee is going to be on the show next week or the week after that. He's going to be on the show soon. Um, I've already talked to him many times, but we're not sure exactly. So this is why you need to become an insider. It's absolutely free. It is the greatest creator economy, free Nez Nation insider newsletter on planet Earth. Everything you need to know about monetizing your skills, creativity, and experience in the greater economy. It's absolutely free. So make sure that if the link is in the pinned comment, in the show notes, and in the description, or just go to professornez.com forward slash insider. So you don't want to miss that show, I promise you. Coming up soon, works at YouTube, in charge of creator culture at YouTube. Holy macadamia nut, that show is going to be on fire. Let's see who's here. We got Brian in the house. Good to see you, George. Fisher, it is so awesome to see you. Shark Tech, how are you, man? It's so good to see you. Hey, Ryan, good to see you, buddy. Yes, Ryan knows. And also with Amazon, Amazon just launched a brand new. I'm going to talk about all this. Holy mackerel, we got a lot to talk about. It's so good to see you. Planet Earth, that's right. <laughs> yeah, I, I highly recommend. Thank you so much, Ryan. Like Ryan, Ryan actually uh, has a great comment here. I've heard of Renee, great guest choice. I mean, this guy is the creator liaison at YouTube. So I'm just thrilled that he's going to be on our show and this is your chance nez nation this is your chance get your questions ready shorts monetization revenue share is literally in a couple of days literally i'm not i mean as of this recording january 29th 2023 shorts revenue share for eligible creators is available in a couple of days can you imagine how many questions we're going to have about that but you want to know anything about YouTube, anything about, he's also been in the business forever. So even stuff dealing with content creation, monetization, how to leverage and grow a community, how to make money offsite, onsite. I mean, it's going to be phenomenal. So get your questions ready, become an insider because we don't have a set date right now. Ryan, you're absolutely right. Yes, it's going to be an awesome, awesome show. You don't want to miss out. Okay, let's get right into it. I'm going to share some stats. The title of today's show is, drumroll please, who's going to win the short form video war in 2023? I've been talking about this for an extremely long time, that short form video is going to monopolize your feeds. It's going to take over. I actually think there's going to be a major shift from long form videos to short form videos. My kids are a great litmus test that proves this, that they used to watch long form videos all the time. Now my daughter, nine years old, my son, 11 years old, all they watch is YouTube shorts. Now that's just a microcosm of the expanding macro truth. And so I've been talking about the power of shorts. I've been talking about Facebook reels. I've shared dashboards. I've shared earnings reports. I've been very transparent with you. I've talked about how we're living in a world in the creator economy that's so competitive. And here comes this 
beautiful. It's like the Willy Wonka golden ticket with reels, TikTok, and shorts. You can reach literally thousands of people and have zero followers and zero subscribers if done correctly, if you can create really compelling short form content. So this war is on like Donkey Kong, right? There would be no YouTube shorts without TikTok. There would be no Instagram reels without TikTok. There would be no Facebook reels without TikTok. Ryan probably already knows this. There would be no Amazon Inspire. Yes, Amazon has a short form. Let me see if I can show you this right now. So you, if you haven't updated your Amazon app, at the very bottom, you're going to see that light bulb right there of your Amazon app. If I click on that, it's going to turn into, look at this, a literally TikTok-esque copy, okay, of TikTok, okay? Basically, it's Amazon's version of TikTok. As somebody who's an Amazon influencer with my wife, who's turned our Amazon influencer program storefront into a full-time business, it's a full-time business now, Um. I've done a lot of videos on the Amazon influencer program. If you haven't seen those, go check them out. Um, this is just living proof that short form video is not going anywhere. That if anything, it's going to become even more uh, pervasive in the creator economy. And so I'm going to share some stats with you. I'm going to share some uh, absolutely cool analyses as well. And then I'm going to tell you who I think is going to win the short form content war in 2023. And by the way, let me know in the comments what you, I respond to all the comments myself personally. So I would love to hear from you. Um, who do you think is going to win the short form video content? Do you agree that short form video is taking over and it's going to monopolize all of our feeds? It's funny because Twitter recently has, I know shark fins on Twitter. I know a lot of you guys watching and listening are on Twitter. I love Twitter. Twitter now has a for you feed, which is very TikTok. It's like the TikTokification of everything is spreading like wildfire. Yeah, you know what, Ryan? A lot of people don't have it yet. Don't you're not alone. My wife doesn't even have it. She's in the influencer program as well. Um, so yeah, Brian says that makes sense when it comes to shorts because the youth is going to dictate what will be the new trend. Absolutely. You're absolutely right. Sharkfin says, I've been aware of Richie for a while. Wow. Yeah, see, he's done a lot of stuff. That's so cool, Sharkfin. Thank you. I hope you can make it, man. I hope you can be here when we have him on the show. Obviously, I'm going to you know, send out to all the insiders. I'm going to send out an early email to make sure you, you don't know. You know exactly when the date is. So again, become an insider. Uh, but yes, this is going to be extremely powerful. George, I love your question. George says, how does higher education make better use of short-form videos? Do me a favor, George stick around. Let me get through these stats. Let me go through this data. And then let me tell you who I think is going to win the short form content war. I'm going to answer your question because I, Professor Nez, used to teach in higher education. Okay. Until now I'm running my businesses full time. Okay. I still teach a couple of online classes part time here and there, but nowhere near where I used to be. So stick around, George, I'm going to answer your question. And by the way, thank you for, for triggering this triggering. Or thank you for reminding me. <laughs> I don't like that word triggering. Um, I will take your questions. This is a live creator economy, live podcast show. I will take your questions. So if you have questions, stick around and save them for after I get through what I need to get through. 
I'm going to answer every one of your questions. Anything at all. It doesn't have to be about short form video. It could be anything at all. How to monetize in the creator economy, how to build a YouTube channel, how to start growing a website, a blog, any question that you have, hold on to them. I'm going to answer them. Replay viewers, podcast listeners, even more incentive to stick around because we've got the most sophisticated Nez Nation audience on planet Earth, not Earth, Earth. These are the best of the best. These are the absolute creme de la creme. And I promise you, you're going to get answers to questions you never even knew you had. Okay, let's check out these stats. This um, stat report comes from Right Metric and Similar Web. I always like to cite my sources. Check this out. In 2022, listen to this, Nez Nation, 65% of all internet traffic came from video sites. Not internet traffic in North America, not internet traffic in, in Europe or Australia, all internet traffic, 65%. That's almost three quarters of all eyeballs and earballs came from video sites. That includes platforms like Apple, Amazon, Google, Meta, Microsoft, etc. right? Now, when it comes to short-form video, the three dominant players are TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. Although, I would say, don't discount Facebook for sure. I've gotten a ton of leads. I've made a ton of money with Facebook Reels, okay? Um, I've shown you this, past live streams, past shows. I've shown you very transparently in my dashboards. Um, don't discount Snapchat. Snapchat spotlight is still a thing. Yes, Snapchat is still a thing. And if you remember correctly, I don't know if it was seven, eight years ago, Snapchat was the initiator, the innovator when it came to this style of short form content consumption. They were the pioneers of stories. They were the pioneers. Okay. They're still around and there's still a big audience there. I mean, a huge audience there, but for the sake of today's show, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube, because the stats don't lie, the data doesn't lie, those are the top three. And that's what we're going to focus on, which means that brands will continue to invest billions of dollars into these platforms in order to gain more awareness with their target audiences, more exposure. Hence, why now you have YouTube Shorts ad revenue share coming in literally a couple of days. I can't wait to talk to Renee about this. I can't wait to share the data that I have culled from my multiple channels, multiple brands. We've got some shorts that are getting 15, 30,000 views a day. So I'm really interested to see. I was a lot more excited about shorts revenue share before I saw the fine print, but I'm still optimistic. It's still a beautiful addition to the greater economy. And this is just the beginning, okay? So here's some, here's some, here's some uh, concrete data. So I want to start with that. I mean, 65% of internet traffic, that's huge. Today, YouTube, listen to this, Nez Nation. Today, YouTube has 2.6 billion active users. Instagram has 2 billion. TikTok has over a billion, with some estimates saying as high as 1.6 billion. So 2.6 billion monthly active users on, on YouTube. 2 billion on Instagram, TikTok has over a billion, maybe a billion and a half. That's over 5 billion eyeballs and earballs on planet Earth. I mean, that's 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 a lot of attention. Over 5 billion a month on these three platforms alone, not including Facebook, 
not including your website, not including Twitter, which Twitter is trying to implement some content monetization, especially longer form video, not including uh, Snapchat. That's a lot of attention. That's a lot of eyeballs and earballs. YouTube says that 1.5 billion people watch shorts each month. 1.5 billion watch shorts each month of their user base. Now, it might not be as high as, as TikTok, but out of their 2.6 billion users a month, that's a lot of people watching shorts every month. Now, some people say, you know, some people will say this. Some people will say this, that... You know, Nez, uh, I, I think I think a lot. I think YouTube is a long form platform. It's always going to be a long form. There's a lot of people in our audience, our Nez Nation audience, who hate it when I say this. That I truly believe you're going to see short form content dominate and actually usurp long form content. I love long form content. I'm not against it, but I have to go where the truth is. I have to go where the facts and data lead me, and all the facts, all the data lead me. That short form vertical nine by 16 video, it's the end all be all. It's, it's their time to shine. It's their stage, right? It's out with the old and with the new. It's always been like that. And YouTube has done a great job of adapting because check out these TikTok stats. Check out these TikTok stats. This is huge. Over 1 billion videos are watched every day on TikTok, and TikTok is used by over 30% of the world's total internet users. I saw an interesting thing. First of all, I have to say that again. That's a huge stat. Over a billion videos are watched every day on TikTok, and TikTok is used by over 30% of the world's total internet users. This is absolutely monumental. It's absolutely monumental. Okay. That's absolutely huge. I mean, 30% of internet users of the world's total internet users are, are using TikTok. That's absolutely huge. User data from similar web also shows that people are spending more time on TikTok than on Instagram or YouTube. How many of you have heard of, I'd love to hear from your replay viewers, podcast listeners, et cetera. I would love to hear from you, Nez Nation. How many of you have heard of this campaign to get TikTok banned in the US? That there's all this kind of hubaloo that TikTok is sharing data with its, you know, uh, parent company, country's origin, China. And there's a lot of talk about get rid of these guys that you have to ban TikTok. It's over. How many people have heard that? Let me know in the comments. Yeah, exactly. Ryan, I forgot about Snapchat too. I think everybody forgot about Snapchat. Hey, AL's in the house. Now we can start. <laughs> Anthony luck is in the house. Good to see you, Anthony AL big fist bump. It's great to see you, brother. I hope you're doing well. Say hi to mama lock for me. By the way, guys, we're going to be doing a lot more live stream giveaways, prizes. We're going to be doing a lot of stuff. So make sure you become an insider. It's free. It's absolutely free. ProfessorNez.com forward slash insider. If you're just coming in, replay viewers, live viewers, I would love it if you could tap that thumbs up. It takes you 0.3 seconds to do it. Just tap the like, tap the thumbs up. 
it would mean the world to me. That's all I ask. Thank you so much. Yeah, I think a lot of people have um, forgotten about Snapchat. So George Fisher says, I heard a rumor. Yep. So I saw an interesting clip of Adam Curry talking on the Rogan podcast about how, you know, the reason that TikTok is coming under fire with this whole privacy and data share and, and you know, the U.S. is saying ban them is because TikTok is eating into Facebook, YouTube, Google, all of their ad revenue. They are eating into it like more than anybody can even, you know, uh, imagine. And they're offering to advertisers, they're offering spots at discount clearance rates that Google and Facebook can't afford. And so there's this talk, and I wish I had the clip, but there's this talk that the reason why TikTok's coming under fire so much is because all of the Silicon Valley, you know, uh, heads of state over there have, you know, lobbied Congress and lobbied the government to, you know, get TikTok shut down because they're eating into their revenue. They're eating into their attention. They don't want to compete with them. Right. But there's a whole, there's, that's the whole reason why YouTube has shorts. It's the whole reason why Instagram started reels is like, okay, we got to do something. They're taking over. Right. Um, you know, competition breeds uh, innovation, right? Competition breeds necessity. Innovation breeds necessity, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And so, um, wow, look at this. Ryan says, thank you for being here, by the way, Ryan. Ryan says, yeah, I live in South Dakota, recently got banned on all South Dakota state employment, employment devices. Holy macadamia nut. Yeah, and I heard it got banned in Texas too, or some, or, or not Texas. Was it Texas? I can't remember. I don't want to give give out information that I don't have backup and, and research. And I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but I thought that was a really interesting point. It just goes to show you that TikTok has dropped the atomic bomb on social media, and if you're not uh, creating advertising on social media, you're missing out on 5.6 billion eyeballs and earballs. That's absolutely a huge amount of attention. Yeah, Sharkfin, uh, Sharkfin says, so far only on government devices. Yeah, it's so good to see you. Yep, state universities as well. That doesn't surprise me at all. Very, very interesting. Very, very interesting. So the point is, is that this is something that we as content creators, as business owners, need to pay attention to. Thank you so much for sharing that, you guys. In 2022, check this out. I'm going to get through these stats. In 2022, just a couple more. In 2022, TikTok saw 3.8 times more video uploads than YouTube Shorts and seven times more video uploads than Instagram Reels. TikTok saw the highest upload growth rate in 2022 at 232%. Let me repeat that. TikTok saw the highest upload growth rate in 2022 at 232%, over 232% upload growth rate in 2022. That is absolutely phenomenal. So, I mean, with all that data, hey, good to see you, uh, uh, Luis. Great to see you. My mod's in the house. Good to see you, uh, Luis. So with all that data, where do you think and who do you think is going to win the short form video war? I'm going to tell you what I think, but I would love to hear from you. As a matter of fact, let me know right now in the comments, who's going to win YouTube, 
Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, Amazon coming out with Inspire. Who's going to win the short form video content war? I see a YouTube already from Luis. Luis says YouTube. Well, I'll tell you this. um, My answer is going to relate to that. So stick around. I'm going to tell you my answer, but I want to hear from you guys. Who is going to win the short form content video war in 2023? That is the title of our show today. Because guys, you know, don't get it twisted. This is a war. All of these companies are vying for your attention. All of these companies are vying for your attention and your session time on the platform because the longer you're on the platform, the more ads they can serve to you. And then the longer you're on the platform, the more ads they can serve to you tells advertisers that it's worth investing in these companies. Another one, YouTube. So we got two YouTube so far. Anthony says it'll be YouTube, then TikTok. Interesting. Who's going to win the short form video war in 2023? Okay. Who's ready for my answer? Give me a hashtag me. Here's my answer. You ready for this? I'm a full-time content creator. I've been live streaming since 1578. I've been on these platforms. I started my YouTube channel back in 2016. I started going live. Nano knows this on Periscope back in 2015. I've been in business for over 28 years. Helped my mom start her leather shoe business when I was 13 years old. And I've been running multiple businesses ever since. Who? So Ryan just basically, Ryan, I see a lot of hashtag me's. So Ryan, so here's my thoughts. Ryan just kind of touched on it. You know who's going to win the short-form video war in 2023? You're looking at them. Us, Nets Nation. Us. We're going to win the short-form video war in 2023. That's who's going to win. That's who's going to win. The more that these platforms compete with each other, that's what this show is all about. This is the Creator Economy Podcast. I'm helping you monetize your skills, creativity, and experience in the creator economy, helping you grow faster, earn more, and stress less. That's what this Creator Economy Podcast is all about. We're going to win. We're going to win. And I think even Beast talked about this on a podcast recently. You have the chance to upload one video that you produce that could be 30, 60 seconds, maybe 10 seconds long. I've got a a video on one of our channels that has over 400,000 views. It's less than 10 seconds long. It's a reel. You can upload. This is what I do every single day, you guys. Every single day I do this. You can upload a native video that you record on your phone to TikTok, to Instagram, to Snapchat, to Facebook, to YouTube. And have the potential to not only get a ton of attention, go viral on all those platforms, to quote Mr. Beast, but also the Monet, the monetization on all of those platforms. And you guys, it's just starting. It's just starting. YouTube ad revenue share comes out tomorrow. Or not tomorrow. um, How many days in January? In a couple of days. Next week, let's just say. It's coming out in a couple of days as of this recording. If you're listening to this in the future, it's already out. Okay. As of this recording, it comes out in a couple of days. That's just the beginning. There is ads on reels right now. You can earn money on Facebook reels, which I earn money 
with advertising on Facebook reels. It's not as good as it used to be, but it's, it's still good. Okay. There's no ads on reels right now for Instagram, which is insane to me, but it's coming. You heard it here first. There's no uh, ads on TikTok right now, meaning ad revenue share or in-stream ads for creators. There's still a, a, a kind of daily fund or whatever, which is garbage, but it's coming. Trust me, it's coming because what YouTube has just announced and what YouTube has taken initiative with this new YouTube ad revenue share, which everybody was waiting for this announcement. It was the biggest announcement came out uh, about four or five months ago. When, when, when YouTube decided to do this, what do you think TikTok was thinking? What do you think Instagram is thinking? What do you think Facebook's thinking? What do you think Snapchat's thinking? What do you think Amazon's thinking? All these other companies are going, well, if YouTube's going to do it because creators need to make a living. I'm a full-time content creator. Creators need to make a living, right? And they're going to go where there's more potential to make money. Now, I just said you should upload everywhere. You should have an omnipresence because one piece of content, I mean, I think repurposing content is the eighth wonder of the world. One piece of content, one work that you did that you can get all this free eyeballs and earballs, all this free exposure, all this free attention, reach impact more people, which impacts your wallet and your finances, your Monet is phenomenal, right? But also these companies know that, wait a minute, if YouTube starts doing ad revenue share and creators start seeing a lot more traction there monetarily, guess what? TikTok's uploads, right? Because they're leading the way. Remember this stat. Remember this stat. They're leading the way. 3.x, 3.8 times more video uploads than shorts. The highest upload growth rate in 2022 at over 232%. 30% of the world's total internet users are using TikTok. That stat in 2023 is going to plummet for them if they don't come up with a response. And believe you me, they will come up with a response. I promise you. There will be ads revenue share on Instagram. There will be ad revenue share on uh, TikTok. There will be, there already is ad revenue share ads on Reels on Facebook, but it's a little wonky right now. Guys, this is just the beginning. Not only can you get more leads, get more clients, get more customers, get more views, reach more people, make, make a larger impact with short form video content right now. But the monetization opportunities on top of all of that, on top of all, everything I just said is going to skyrocket. It's going to skyrocket. This is the greatest era to be alive for a content creator, for a business, for a personal brand coach, consultant, pizza place, a plumber, an auto restoration business, uh, somebody who owns a car wash. This is the greatest time on planet earth to be alive. And content is absolutely king. Content is king. The NBA knows that. The NFL knows that. Uh, uh, WWF, uh, WWE knows that. All the big brands, Nike, they all know this already. Pepsi, they already know content is king because they've been dominating traditional media, TV, radio, print forever. Now we, there's no more middleman. Now we can splash in that giant tide pool. It's our turn, y'all. It's our turn. And you know what? 
advertising has changed. Everything has changed. This is the time. So who's going to win the content video war, the short form content video war in 2023? You and me. Depends on how much work you're willing to put in. If you're a content creator, business coach, consultant, et cetera, and you're not creating short form content right now, you're done. I'm just gonna, being honest. Don't kill the messenger. You're done. I'm, I'm dead serious. You are finished if you're not creating short form video content right now. I get it. I love blogging. I get it. I love podcasting. But if you're a real estate broker right now, if you're a fitness coach, uh, if you're a private chef, uh, if you're an accountant, if you're a gamer, um, if you're, you have a knitting group on Facebook, if you're not creating short form video content, you're going to be left behind because your competition will be, and they're going to skyrocket past you. It's just an FACT fact. Absolutely. Trick question. Sharkfin. <laughs> Sharkfin says trick. It was a trick question. Okay. I don't like trick questions. I'm sorry. I apologize. Ryan says, so true. Content creators will win because everything will get better. Absolutely. Absolutely. Nano says the longevity is hard to beat. Yes. Yes. I think that with YouTube search, and I've said this before, that I love YouTube the most. I've said this before. YouTube is my jam because I'm going to get to that, George, right now. I'm going to get to that. Stick around. YouTube, YouTube is the best because of their infrastructure, because of how much monetization capacity they've given to creators. And now I hear they're even thinking about coming out with your ability to build your own course and sell it on YouTube. They are the kings of the creator economy because, and, and this is a lesson for all of you, because they care about the only people that matter, creators. Without creators, what's YouTube? YouTube doesn't create content. It's all UGC. It's all user-generated content. Without us, they're nothing. They don't have squadoosh. They got zero. Not a whole lot of. See ya. Wouldn't want to be ya. Hasta la pasta. It's over. They need us so they can show advertising, especially if they need good, high-quality content creators so that they can show advertising to user, viewers and users. Without creators, YouTube's nothing which makes no sense. I don't know why these other platforms. I mean, I'm really upset. I had a TikTok channel that got deleted a year ago. I had over 20,000 followers. It was earning about $10, $8 a day. I'll take it. It wasn't a lot. It was that stupid fund. But it got deleted out of nowhere. Zero creator support, zero notice, zero warning. I mean, now they've kind of changed that. The if you take us out of the equation, if you take us out of what I just said, who I think is going to win, if you take it strictly by the literal meaning of the question, YouTube for sure. Or actually, let me take that back. The platform that will win is the platform that will go all in on treating creators above anything else, above profit, above personal greed, above vested personal self-interest. Those are the platforms that will win because it's all about the creators. It's all about the creators. Okay, I need to get to this question. And by the way, now is your chance to ask your question. If you have any questions at all, I have been a full-time content creator, live streamer, podcaster, business over for 28 plus years. Um, I'm happy to answer any questions at all. We've got a question right here. 
from awesome George Fisher. I absolutely love this question. George says, how specifically can higher education use short form video? This is phenomenal. You know what you do, George? You take out your phone and you point it at yourself or you point it at what you want to create content about and you start communicating value to the people you want to communicate to. So it depends on your objective and maybe give me a little bit of context here, but I'm assuming you want to either, let's just say, I'll, I'll, I'll kind of assume for you, but feel free to add context in the comments, George. Let's just say you wanted to um, talk about your specific college or your specific university uh, or why you think people should go there. If you're not creating reels, if you're not creating shorts, if you're not creating TikToks all about the culture, all about what are the strongest points about that university, touring the campus with reels, um, engaging your viewer, finding and figuring out exactly what it is. And not just the students, but the parents too, talking about, you know, the, the highest, you know, uh, um, quality of graduates talking about all the different programs and utilities that you offer on campus, off campus, um, the convenience of going there, the prestigiousness of going there. I'm just using that as an example. But I mean, literally, depending on what your purpose is, and please add context in the comments, George, depending on what your purpose is, I mean, this is a no brainer for any small business, for any public sector, private sector there. I mean, you know, universities, I've said this for a million years, university is not the public sector. It is a private, it is, it is for profit. It is, there is competition and universities are businesses and students are customers. Okay. I believe me, I've been in higher education for a long time, over 10 years and, uh, hated every second of it, except for my students. I love my students, but the admin and the, the politics behind it are atrocious. Um, so, so I'm telling you right now, George, uh, and anybody who, who wants, who's interested in, uh, doing short form video content, uh, uh, for higher education, you know, it's funny because I basically, the reason I started my YouTube channel and the reason I started going live in 2015, George, was because maybe you don't know my sort of background or origin story. I had a student come up to me and say, Professor Nez, I just spent six figures on a piece of paper and nobody will hire me. And I knew exactly why nobody would hire them. It was because they, she wasn't learning anything of value at this particular business school that I was at. I'm not going to mention any names, but it was a state university here, local in California, a California university state. Um, state university rather. Um, I knew why they wouldn't hire her because I knew the program and I knew the professors. I knew the faculty. I knew the Dean. They weren't teaching anything of value, not one thing of value. And I mean this with all my heart. It saddened me to no end. And that's when I finally decided I'm going to give it all away for free. So you don't have to pay a dime and you can actually get real world applicable skills that you can apply to your life and apply to your career and actually get hired. So that was my origin story, George. I don't know if you knew that. Um, but depending on whatever your purpose is, okay, um, let's say you want to go against university. You want to you try to convince your audience not to uh, 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 um, apply for higher education. You know, that's another one too. It all comes down to one thing. You said it best. Thank you, uh, Ryan. I'm going to get to your question. It all comes down to one thing, George, and that's it, value. This goes for any type of content. You need to literally climb inside the cranium 
of your ideal viewer, your ideal audience, you need to climb inside their brain and figure out what's going to compel them to click, what's going to compel them to watch, what will keep them interested, what will keep them engaged. If you just kind of sit in front of the university and you're just saying how good you are and just spouting off a bunch of things that have no interest to your ideal audience, you know, maybe you're talking about the history of the university, which may seem cool to you, but not cool and not interesting to your viewer, to your audience, you're going to lose them. Okay. History is fantastic, but you know, uh, you need to understand that there's a large portion of the audience that only cares about one thing. And that is, you know, what kind of cafeteria do you have? Um, what kind of vacation time do you have? Um, how, what kind of uh, lacrosse team do you have? I don't care about your history, right? It's, and I this is just a, I'm just spitting, spitballing here. It's just a, an example. Get inside the cranium of your ideal viewer, get inside their wants, their interests. What is it that they, what is it that they need solutions to you provide that solution to them. Um, and so that is just one small example. Um, that's, that's just one small example. I hope that helps George. Thank you so much. Yeah, I, I completely agree with this statement, Michael Pepper tech. It's good to see you, Mike. Um, yeah, I have three degrees and they're pretty much all worthless. And this is why I'm kind of on this crusade against higher education, especially, not all higher education. I mean, I, I think, you know, um, if you want to be a doctor, um, if you want to, there's certain fields, there's certain um, niches and certain um, areas of expertise that I think warrant uh, an education. But if you're, I would much rather you spend that 60 to $100,000 on actually starting a business yourself than giving it to an institution where you're going to learn from about uh, a dozen or so professors who've never run a business before. Um, and believe me, I've taught at multiple business schools. They're all bad. All of them are bad. There's not one that's good. Good to see you, Larry. Larry is in the house. How are you doing? Larry Robles. I hope you're doing fantastic. Okay. We got a question from Ryan. Now is the time guys. If you have any questions at all, please feel free to ask me. If you have any questions, I want to hear from you. Replay viewers, leave a comment. I will reply. And if you're just coming in, please tap that thumbs up. I'd really appreciate it. Podcast listeners, I love you guys. By the way, I don't know if you guys know this, but we're on Spotify, Apple. All these shows are on Spotify, Apple, uh, uh, Stitcher, uh, Google Podcasts. So look for podcasts. And I'm telling you right now, um, you know, you will, you will find us, you will find this logo right here, the creator economy podcast with yours, truly your boy. Nez. So, uh, make sure you subscribe to our podcast too. Hey, Walter Gaynor in the house. That's right, man. I know. Isn't it sad? That's why I started my, uh, my media company, man, is to give it all away for free. Walter. I know it's it. it imagine being in it and knowing you have a family to take care of. Imagine being in it, Walter, and knowing you don't have a choice until I finally said to myself, enough is enough. I mean, it was heartbreaking in so many ways. You have no idea. Ryan, are there currently any risks with uploading the same short video to all platforms? I know blogs used to get penalized if the same blog appeared in multiple places. Thank you so much. Hashtag question. This is a great, great question, Ryan. Thank you so much 
for asking this. The only risk is if you're posting a TikTok to Instagram and it has the watermark on there. That's why I always say you want to natively upload all your videos. Okay. When I say natively, I mean, record it first and upload them as a natural native upload to Facebook reels, Instagram reels, TikTok, shorts. I do this every single day for all my brands, all my channels, every single day. I'm uploading every single day. You don't have to do this, but I run multiple businesses. But this is uh, something that I would, uh, is a really, really good question because I see it all the time is they will create the short and then they'll do it in the actual shorts app or the TikTok app or the Instagram app. And then they'll download that and upload it to other platforms. The problem is, is all these platforms now have a watermark. So if TikTok sees an Instagram watermark, the distribution of that short form content is going to decrease significantly. If Instagram sees a TikTok watermark, the distribution and reach of that post is pretty much going to be nil. So you want to upload it natively, always upload it natively. Same thing I tell my clients who share YouTube links on Facebook. You guys, YouTube and Facebook can't stand each other. As a matter of fact, if you even write in text on a caption, on a post, if you even write YouTube, the algorithm on Facebook will totally kill that post. Um, they absolutely can't stand each other. So if you are sharing links to YouTube on Facebook in a Facebook group or a Facebook page, et cetera, et cetera, and you're wondering why is nobody liking it? Why is nobody commenting it? Why am I getting no traffic? It's because you're sharing an actual link that has YouTube on encoded in the link. And Facebook is going to kill that reach. That goes for any platform. Sharing a YouTube link on LinkedIn too. You see, because you have to understand this. This is how you beat the algorithm. Everybody makes a big deal about the algorithm. Okay. But if you, if you understand this, you'll never worry about the algorithm ever again. Every single platform wants one thing and one thing only. They don't want users to leave. They want them to stay on the platform. They want retention of users on the platform. Why? Because the longer you stay on LinkedIn, the more ads they can serve to you. The longer you stay on YouTube, the more ads they can serve to you. That's how they make money. That's their business model. YouTube doesn't sell any products. They sell air. That's what they sell. So, um, that's what you have to understand. So if you upload, and I, and I made this huge mistake when I started. When you're uploading your videos, okay, um, I know you want to grow your YouTube channel. I know you want to get more subscribers and followers, even though subscribers don't mean anything really. It's all about views. I know you want to get more views. But if you share that link on Twitter, if you share that link on Facebook, if you share that link on LinkedIn or share that link on Instagram, trust me when I say this, nobody's going over there for two reasons. Number one, the, the platform itself doesn't want to push your content because they don't want people leaving. But number two, people who hang out on Instagram, that's exactly why they're there to hang out on Instagram. People who hang out on LinkedIn, that's exactly why they're there. They want to hang out on LinkedIn. So I used to share links all the time early in my career. Then I realized what a big giant mistake that is. That same video I upload to YouTube, when I upload it natively to Facebook, it can get monetized, but it also gets more reach. More importantly, um, I share it on LinkedIn natively. I share it on Instagram natively. I share it wherever I need to share it natively. I'm actually very curious. 
I'll be doing some more shows in the coming months for sure on how Twitter evolves into a video platform. I, I don't think right now my, my instinct and gut tells me Twitter is what makes Twitter Twitter is the fast, you know, sharing of ideas and thoughts. I'm not even a fan of Twitter threads. These people that leave 50, if I wanted to read a blog, I'll go read a blog. I'll go to your website. I'm not even a fan of these long Twitter threads. It just gets out of control. Twitter needs to be fast, quick, two to three sentences. Boom, boom, boom. You can build an amazing brand by sharing and tweeting and uh, creating content on Twitter. Yeah, Elon has already said that he's going to be um, coming up with, and I think even Mr. Beast might be helping him with it. Um and uh, he's been talking about this for a while, about uh, monetizing and, and creators being able to monetize and creators being able to share longer videos on Twitter. I don't think it's going to work. I don't, I don't see people watching 15, 20-minute videos on Twitter um, or even five-minute plus videos on Twitter. I mean, Twitter Live has kind of died too. I don't know anybody who's like amped on Twitter Live. Twitter Spaces is pretty cool. I love that. Um, okay, uh, Ryan says this could be separate. Uh, and by the way, if you have any questions, now is the time. I'm going to take a few more questions. So this is it. This is your chance to ask me anything you want to ask me about monetizing your content, creating content, getting monetized, earning more, growing faster, business, anything you want to ask me, this is your chance to ask me. And, and before I get to Ryan's question, don't forget to become an insider. ProfessorNez.com forward slash insider. If you're just joining me, we're going to have the YouTube creator liaison on the show very, very soon. He works at YouTube in charge of creator culture. So if you have any questions at all about YouTube, I can't think of a better source than the go to the source itself, the person in charge of creators at YouTube. So you want to stick around. You want to definitely sign up for our newsletter because we don't have a set date yet because there's so much um, chaos right now at Google. And he actually had to go away on unexpected travel. But I'm telling you right now, you don't want to miss that show. And plus, we're giving you the latest and greatest, everything you need to know about the creator economy. So make sure you become an insider. It's absolutely free. Link in the pinned comment, linked in the description. Absolutely free. Um, Ryan, let me get to your question. Ryan says, how do we get away from creating things for the algorithm versus creating things for people? Oh, Gosh, I love it. I absolutely love this question. Very simple, uh, 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 Ryan. I have a very simple answer for you, Ryan. The way that you get away from the algorithm and create for people is you make them synonymous. The algorithm is the audience. Because the algorithm is emotionless. You should always create for people. The algorithm simply follows one thing and one thing only. Viewer behavior, signals, viewer uh, actions, viewer activities. So when a, when a viewer passes your video on the homepage, the algorithm documents that. When a viewer clicks on your video on the homepage or suggested or on search, the algorithm responds. Oh, interesting. A lot of people are clicking Ryan's 
video on the homepage. Let's push it out to more people and see what happens. The algorithm does one thing and one thing only. It follows viewer behavior signals. And there's a trillion signals that it's able to absorb, analyze, distill, and deliver and execute upon. So if you just create, don't worry about the algorithm. The algorithm is governed by audience behavior. Just think about people. Always create content for people. That's the biggest mistake content creators make because the algorithm will follow. So if you make amazing content that makes people want to click, watch, and watch for a very long time, and even more important, you get them to watch more than one or two videos, which is like bingeable content, which is all about watch time and session time. That's a really big signal and delivers satisfaction because YouTube and a lot of other algorithms are following this too. Um, they're all about viewer satisfaction, right? So they want to know that people, just because you watch a 12 minute video all the way through, doesn't mean you feel good about it, right? So now these surveys are coming up. If you've ever randomly gotten a survey by uh, scrolling through your homepage, you know what I'm talking about. Now they're looking at viewer satisfaction as a really big signal and really big metric, but that's all you need to know about the algorithm. The algorithm follows viewer behavior. It's completely emotionless. It's the Terminator. It has no emotions. It has no remorse. There's no biases. There's no uh, 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 special perks or special favors or special interests. It literally just follows what viewers and who are the viewers? People. That's all you got to do. Period. Does that help, Ryan? I hope that makes sense. Michael Pepper Tech says, yes, create things for the people. I, I, I think we all did that. I think everybody has made that mistake. And I think, cause I've had clients, you know, I mean, I, I, I run a consulting agency. So I help people grow their channel, help them grow their brand, help people monetize, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, I've had so many clients do this where they're like, you know what, Nez, I gave up. I, I truly believe the algorithm hates me. No, no, no. The algorithm doesn't hate you. The algorithm has, doesn't even know who you are. doesn't even care who you are. No, 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 Nez. I think the algorithm has totally got it in for me, man. They, uh, they totally just, uh, uh, have completely restricted me and they're, they're, they're denying my content Say, no, 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 no. That's not really not the case. Um, your content's just not that good. Hate to break it to you. The number one question that every content creator needs to ask themselves, and as nation, I want you to do this right now. The number one question that you need to ask yourself is, does this video deserve views? Does this blog deserve readers? Does this podcast deserve, has it earned listeners? That's a tough question to ask. That's why I love, you know, creator kind of masterminds uh, or, you know, going live with you guys and getting your ideas, getting your fresh perspective and always polling my audience and asking them, what do you want to see? What are your challenges? What are the biggest problems you're facing? As a matter of fact, do that right now in the comments. Let me know what your biggest problem. I make videos based on your issues and problems. I'll even give you a shout out in the video. Let me know because I'm all about you. If I'm not serving, uh, I'm not a creator. A creator's number one North Star 
mission should be to serve. That's it. Not serve yourself, serve the people that are watching you. Um, so yeah, I, I, I hope that, I hope that makes sense. I, I really do. Uh, Michael says, Michael, you have a couple of questions or was that a, is that the same question? Let's see here. Ask your questions, y'all. You're watching the creator and listening to the live creator economy podcast show with your host, your boy, Nez, professor Nez. It's so great to see you guys. If you're just popping in, I would love it if you could tap that thumbs up. I would really appreciate it. Okay, Michael says, why is it that YouTube doesn't lower requirement for monetization, at least for Super Chats? You think they'd want their percentage uh, even out of lower sub-channels? You think they'd want their percentage even out of lower sub-channels? You know what, Michael? I actually thought that that was a big big mistake by YouTube, especially when, um, I thought that was a huge mistake, especially when they were announcing, when they were announcing the new, um, when they were announcing the new, um, guidelines for monetization and they had this huge announcement, they thought, you know, they're saying like, Hey, you know, we're going to introduce even a, a, a a cooler way to get into the partner program back. And I think it was back in the fall. I can't remember exactly when I actually thought that was a huge missed opportunity for them. I totally think they should have lowered the threshold. I really do. Um, two reasons. Number one, they're already showing ads on your videos. If you're not in the, in the partner program, I just think that's greedy. I think that's awful. I really do. And if anybody from YouTube is watching or listening to this, I'd love to hear from you. If there's something that I'm missing, I just think that reeks of greediness. Number two, it would incentivize uh, more creators who are genuinely interested in growing a powerful, you know, uh, long-term brand and channel to keep going because there's nothing that builds confidence like success. And there's nothing, nothing that builds confidence. I can't remember a, a time where I was more happy, you know, besides obviously, you know, my kids and my wife and, you know, all those things. But like in my career back in 2018, this is what, five years ago, I got inducted in the partner program and I saw my first dollar earned. I was blown away. Like my first check from Google, it was a direct deposit, but it was, it was, you know, check in my mind. I was absolutely blown away that I could actually get money for content that I created three years ago, four years ago. It blew my mind. It's amazing. I want that for everybody. I want that for all of us, which is why I think I'm really curious to see what shorts ad revenue share, the shorts monetization uh, is going to, it, it, where it's going to go and where it's going to lead and how optimistic I will be after I see some data. It's going to be, it's going to be really interesting to see that. So I'm curious um, about that. And I agree with you. I completely agree with you, Michael. I think they should have, I think they missed the boat there because I think the threshold was you can get monetized through shorts. If you have like 10 million views in the last 90 days, which is fine. I think that's really cool. But I thought, but the, the partner program, the original 4,000 watch hours, 12 months, uh, calendar, uh, uh, a year, a uh, thousand subscribers. I thought that threshold should have changed. And I thought it was going to change. I really did. So I totally agree with you. Totally agree with you on that. Okay, Michael, let's get to your second question. By the way, 
this is your opportunity. This is your chance. Oh, and before I do that, I have to go to our um, sponsors here. I have to talk about this because um, everybody asks, everybody tells me, say, Nez, I know you've been streaming since 1575, which I have. I was there during the revolution. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I've used every single streaming software on planet Earth. I think live streaming is one of the greatest tools to build and engage your audience. It's one of the greatest ways to create content on the go without having to worry about editing. And it's more real and it's in real time. And, and live streaming is getting bigger every single day. I use StreamYard because it's easy. It's convenient. You don't have to be a tech wizard or even close to a tech person to figure it out. You don't have to download anything. It's browser-based. You just sign up and go live. And with my link in the description and in the pinned comment, guess what? You don't even have to put in a credit card. Go live, hasta la pasta, immediately. So check out StreamYard, check out that link. Also, I get your question all the time. What gear do you use, Nez? What, where, I mean, you talk about creating content. Content is king. What kind of mic should I use? What kind of lighting should I use? What kind of gimbal? Guess what? My wife and I are Amazon influencers. We have our very own storefront on Amazon with all of an entire organized idealist, all the best gear, accessories, tools, uh, and equipment that we use to create content. And so it's nicely tucked, organized. You don't have to go anywhere else. Go to amazon.com forward slash shop forward slash Professor Nez. Link in the pinned comment and in the description. Go check that out. Okay, Michael, Pe Michael Pepper Tech says, why is it if I create three to five minute video, average view time is maybe 30 to 45 seconds. But if I go five to eight minutes up to 10 minutes, it's a higher percentage. Well, it's just a longer video. <clears throat> this is the biggest kind of complaint from, um, <clears throat> excuse me. This is the biggest complaint from long form creators is that their watch time goes down with shorter videos, which is true. I've been creating a lot more shorts. My watch time has gone down. My watch time percentage has gone down. Um, one of the things that I have talked about that I think will increase your, your average view percentage or your video average view is creating content with that loop theory in mind. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, you, but you see this with really clever TikTokers, really clever shorts creators that they create content where it's loopable, where the front, the beginning of the video leads to the end and the end can easily be construed as the beginning. It's almost like the, the lines are blurred there. But, you know, to be honest with you, Mike, I wouldn't even worry about um, that at all. Um, I think that whether it's three to five minutes, whether it's 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 seconds, if your content is amazing, um, you don't have to worry about that. If you really, really create content that is amazing, and I'm also bummed that shorts doesn't count towards your overall watch time. That's I think that's kind of a bummer. Um, but that's why I think they introduced the the other um, entryway into the partner program. Um, I wouldn't worry about that. I would just simply try to do the best that I can to create the best content I can. Those little things can drive you crazy. Trying to predict percentage viewed and and trying to predict, you know, um, uh, trying to gimmicky, or let's just say, and trying to gimify your, I don't think that's a word, <laughs> uh, your content, it, that playing that game, it can just lead down a, a really dark hole. 
just think about this is what i i said this in a in a in a short not that long ago i said forget about your audience think about the viewer what do i mean by that create something that electrifies your innards create something in here not not for the audience create something that electrifies your innards that you're so into that you can't sleep because you're so into it and then in the process of creating and delivering it think that's when you think about the viewer that's when you think about the listener or the reader what do i mean by that make it as compelling make it as engaging make it as concise make it as powerful as possible and that takes time that takes practice that takes failure i've got thousands of uploads thousands of uploads on multiple channels I'm learning every single day. This is the hardest game on planet earth. I'm not going to beat around the bush. This is very, very hard, but worth every single second. So don't worry about that, Michael. Just make the best content that you possibly can that comes from that epicenter of who you are. Um, great question. Okay, Walter, it's so good to see Walter. Walter is an awesome content creator. We were in the LinkedIn Creator Accelerator program together. So awesome. This is a great question. Walter says, what is the best way, question, best way to use short form content to promote an offer or service? Is directing people to a website, asking people to DM me, what method do you think has the lowest barrier to entry? So if you have an offer or service, I think link in the bio or link in the comments is cool. You could say DM me. I mean, you could. Um, you run the risk of having a lot of spam filters though. Um, you can say, you know, you can direct people to your website. That's totally fine. You can have some text or a caption or just say link in the comments if you're interested. Um, but, um, as far as like the delivery goes on the best way to promote an offer or service, um, using short form content, I think, the first three seconds are everything just like the first 30 seconds of a long form content are everything. It needs to be about them and not you. Okay. So here's the mistake that most content creators short form or long make all the time. They say, Hey, hi, my name is Walter. I've been on six podcasts. I do this. I'm that I've got awards. I've got books. <clears throat> They're gone. They're scrolling. They're past it. But if in the first two seconds, let's just say, for example, you say, wouldn't it be kind of nice to make like an extra $500 this month? If you're interested in that, check this out. I've got this pro. Do you see what I'm saying? You've made it about them. So start with them first. Start making it about them first. Grab their attention. And then don't be afraid to say, hey, or even just have a caption that says link. You don't even have to say link in the comment or DM me. Have some text somewhere. That says, hey, link in the comment if you're interested or DM me or whatever. There's nothing wrong with that. Here's what I do. What I always do is I always say link in the comment or I say link in my bio. And I have, you know, a ton of offers and services that I do this with. And so, um, but the key thing is, is you've got to engage them first. You got to get them to go, huh? Oh, wait, wait, wait. I want to see this. You have to stop the scroll. You have to psychologically stop the scroll. And how you do that is, is you don't mention yourself at all. You don't even talk about who you are, what you do, how cool you are, how accomplished you are, how power. Thank you, Tony. Hey, Doug Lehman in the house. Good to see you. 
Believe in yourself. Yes. How are you? Good to see you. I forgot your first name. Let me know your first name, please. Does that make sense, Walter? Does your car smell bad? Do you have funky smells? Is your When was the last time you had your car detailed? Well, guess what? We have a 30% off, you know, sick and tired of cleaning your own house. Check out our cleaning service. We do fast, convenient, come at whenever you want. Link in the comments. I mean, make it all about them. Make it all about them. As a matter of fact, for our Amazon influencer storefront, not only are we, we never even talk about ourselves, it's all about the product and what questions the ideal customer has about that product. Right. And so, you know, we talk about how, Hey, just for example, like if, if I'm, let's say I'm doing a video on an air purifier, which we actually just did with a brand not that long ago. You ever noticed every time you turn on an air purifier, when you first get it, it kind of smells like the factory plasticky kind of smell. Well, check it out, y'all. This air purifier, it right out of the gate, plug and play. There's none of that pungent smell. It guys has all these different speeds. It has all these different filters, yada, yada, yada. Make it all about them. Psychological. That's why I say I'm so against the universities because they don't teach them the most important thing. Every university should be teaching, especially business classes, should be teaching about audience psychology. All they talk about is economics and, and supply and demand and, and margins, et cetera. What about the thing that matters the most? If you want to create a YouTube channel, create a business, if you want to grow, grow your content, audience psychology is everything. It's everything. Yes, exactly right. So good to see you. Believe in yourself. Great to see you. It's great to see you. Robert, that's right. Good to see you, Robert. Good to see Doug Lehman in layman's terms. Great to see you. F-A-L, first attempt in learning. I love that. I love that. Thank you so much. First attempt in learning. Fail. I love that, Nano. Good job, brother. Yeah, Michael says the save 15% by switching method. Yeah. And don't be afraid to be you. Have some personality. Make it funny, dude. I mean, it's so funny that you mentioned Geico, Mike, because I was literally thinking about the caveman Geico ad. You younger people probably have no idea what I'm talking about. But it's the greatest advertisement I think that's ever, that in my generation has ever existed. What do cavemen have to do with car insurance? Zero. Absolutely nothing. But why is it that that is literally the greatest ad and has probably uh, tracked the most customers and the most leads in Geico's history? Because it's interesting, because it's fun, because it's engaging, it's hilarious, it's unique, it's innovative. They don't even mention the product at all. It literally starts with the CEO apologizing to the caveman. I'm sorry. We really didn't even know you guys were around anymore. And he goes, the classic line. Yeah. Next time do a little research. Can I have the roasted duck with the mango salsa? I'll never forget that. I haven't seen that commercial in 30 years. Why do I still remember that line? Audience psychology. Remember these things. Remember these things. It's everything. It's everything. Okay. We got a question here. I hope that helps. Let me know if you're still here, Walter. We got a question from Kay. Is that right? How to find role models? Because honestly, I feel like it's difficult to find real genuine experts. This is amazing. 
I think it's difficult to find real genuine experts. Sometimes they lie and can mislead us. How can I spot real experts? I love it. That is a really great question because there's a ton of them, right? There's a ton of them. Um, do they have proof? Do they have results that they can actually share with you? I have over 235 reviews from actual clients on my LinkedIn profile and on my website. Over 200 five-star reviews. I've got over a hundred five-star reviews on my podcast, which is a lot for a podcast, right? Um, I think, you know, also trust your intuition, trust your gut. I think a lot of us, this is a really interesting question because I literally just had this conversation with my son and I hope this helps you, Kay. I think this is going to help you big time. When I was a young kid, I had a compound fracture on my arm. I still can't extend it all the way. This was 30 years ago. It was 30 years ago, 1991. Yeah, 30 years ago, over 30 years ago. I trusted the people in, in white coats. I trusted the people with gray hair. I trusted the people older than me. Turns out I had so many complications and I had to have three or four or five surgeries. I'm not going to get into the whole story, but it was a lot to deal with. To where I finally um, landed on somebody who knew what they were doing. And I talked to their patients. I asked their patients questions. I, I did a ton of research. I didn't just take what his degree told me or what his website told me. I actually did a ton of research. But more importantly, more important than anything, because I was just talking to my son about this, Kay, I trusted my intuition. I trusted what that thing in here, the ultimate professor, forget Professor Nez, trust the ultimate professor that lives in here. Because I knew back 30 years ago when I was just a kid, I knew something didn't feel right. And I dismissed it because this person had credentials, a degree, a piece of paper, a certificate, whatever. He was working in a hospital, whatever. I trusted that. Um, it's important as the great, um, Walt Whitman and Ralph Waldo Emerson said, self-reliance is your ultimate governance. Be reliant on yourself. Don't take the word of anybody else's over yours. Do your research, do your own critical thinking and critical discernment and find out everything that I talk about on this show. Kay, I've always either done it myself, executed upon it myself, I practice what I preach, I execute what I talk about, or I bring on other people who are experts in their field and craft. And you've got to vet them. You've got to research them. You've got to really thoroughly do a good job of figuring out, do they know what they're talking about? Do your homework. Don't just take what's at face value. But more importantly, trust your intuition. Trust your gut. Trust that dude inside here. That's everything. Absolutely. Absolutely. You remember that, Walter? See, Walter, you're a young dude. Walter says, Walter says the caveman commercials are legendary. Absolutely, they are. Yeah. Yeah, that's absolutely right. Yep. Apple does that too. Thank you, Mike. I hope that helps, Kay, if you're still here. Uh, layman, is this a, is this a question? Remember YouTube videos response. Could LinkedIn do this for comments and posts? Are you talking about actually like, they all got that from TikTok, by the way. Are you actually talking about how you can create a video from a comment 
Like if somebody comments on your video, you can create a video in response. Is that what you're referring to? Um, I think that's going to probably catch on like wildfire. I'd be shocked. LinkedIn is becoming more and more a platform to create on, especially with the advent of creator mode and just they're investing a lot of time, energy, and money into turning LinkedIn into a place where you can post videos, podcasts. You can, you can turn your profile essentially into a website for yourself. Um, but I don't think they have it yet. And I'm not sure if they're ever going to do that, but I do think it's powerful. I know Instagram does it. I know YouTube does it now. I think Facebook even does it now. Um, and I think it is really, really cool because TikTok really, um, pioneered that. Yeah, I think they should. I don't think they do yet, but I think they should. Okay. I'll take maybe one more question if you have it, but before we leave, don't forget guys, we have got a YouTube employee. He's not just a YouTube employee. He's the creator liaison who works directly with creators at YouTube. I mean, this guy has a ton of credentials, a ton of information, a ton of knowledge. He's coming on the creator economy live stream podcast show very, very soon. Make sure you become an insider. It's absolutely free. Link in the comment, link in the, in the, in the description, link in the um, show notes as well, or just go to professornez.com forward slash insider. And it's absolutely free. And you're always be in the know on what the latest, greatest up-to-date state-of-the-art info information on how you can monetize your skills, creativity, and experience in the creator economy. I'm a full-time content creator with multiple online businesses. I love this stuff. I love sharing this. I love hanging out with y'all. I love creating videos that actually serve and help you. That's another thing too. Let me know in the comments, what kind of videos would you like to see on this channel? I would love to hear from you. Let me know. Yeah. So if you have questions, look at this, Michael. Renee is awesome. If you have questions, I mean, I'm telling you right now, you don't want to miss that show. He was actually supposed to be here today, but as I'm sure you've heard in the news, Google's going through a lot. I'm not going to get into it, but there's a lot of stuff happening at Google and he had to go away on unexpected travel, but he's going to be on the show soon. We don't have a definite date yet, but it's happening very, very soon. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Robert. I love it. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Robert. Thank you, Doug. Okay, one final question from Michael Pepper Tech says, how do you get past when you pour your heart into content and it doesn't do as well as you'd expect? Oh, my goodness. You're going to hit me with a deep one, huh, right before we go, Mike? If I had a nickel for every time that happened to me, I'd be a trillionaire. <laughs> It's so ironic, man. It's so paradoxical uh, because some content that I barely even put any energy into pff, skyrockets. Other content I spend weeks, months ide ide ideating, ideating, ide ideation through the ideation phase and through post-production, pre-production, et cetera, et cetera, crickets. That is one of the, you know, trademarks and one of the toughest aspects of being a content creator and being even a business owner too, because it's just like this. It's a roller coaster being a content creator. And I put content creator and business owner, I put those two, they're synonymous in my book. They're the same thing. Um, 
I literally, uh, that's literally been the sort of um, crux and the Achilles heel for so many content creators. So number one, you're not alone. Number two, number two. I'm going to read you a line from Winston Churchill that I think will, will encapsulate this. And Churchill says, when you find yourself going through hell, just keep going. I know that's a little esoteric, but how I sort of, you know, um, absorb that is, and how I'm, I'm kind of, what I mean by, by sharing that is there's really nothing you can do. Once it's out there, there's really nothing you can do about it. And if it doesn't hit, the important thing is to just keep going and not let that be a reflection of who you are as a creator. In other words, don't take it personally. If you can remove the subjectivity and just be objective and actually take a hard look and say, why didn't this perform well? Was it the title? Was it the thumbnail? Was it the first 30 seconds? Was it the topic? Um, why was I, was I stammering? Was there too much, you know, info dump, whatever. There's so many different variables. And actually the analytics page gives you a lot of great insight into this. Figure out, you know, you don't have to learn how to do this. You have to learn to not take it personally. It is not a reflection of who you are. There is not one creator. I don't care if you've got, you know, if you're Mr. Beast or if you've got zero subscribers, there's not one creator on planet earth that hasn't gone through the same thing. Guaranteed. Every content creator has had a video they poured their heart and soul into completely flop. I know I have more than I care to even admit. Um, and also don't be too quick to judge because YouTube is a long game. I've got videos that died early, only like two, three years later to find they're all of a sudden picking up steam. That's what's beautiful about YouTube. It's not a Facebook video where it's here and gone. It's not a podcast here and gone. It's not a short or a story where it's here or gone. Um, YouTube is, is I think really phenomenal in that way because you can actually get traction on videos that because of the infrastructure and search and discovery, et cetera, you can have a video go viral, um, years later. And when I say viral, I mean, relatively speaking, don't take it personal. Um, try to really look at it objectively, learn from it, analyze don't overanalyze, don't overthink, analyze and move forward, onward, forward. When you find yourself going through hell, just keep going. This too shall pass. I can't remember who said this, but I billion percent agree with this. Um, I, I, I can't remember who said this, but I a hundred percent agree with this. And that is that the number one trait the number one trait that every successful person has, it's not talent. It's not genius. It's not, uh, you know, all these other things that you might think it's really comes down to one thing and that's perseverance, perseverance. Just keep going. I hope that helps Michael. Hey, good to see you. Ancient 11. Great to see you. Hey, Sharkfin brought her over. Fantastic. Thank you, Shark. I really, really appreciate it. Yeah. Kay, was that helpful? Definitely critical thinking is crucial. I hope that helps, Mike. Let me know if that helps. Yeah, thank you so much. 
I, I hope, I mean, you can hang out, you can hang out with us at Nez Nation. We're, we're totally legit. We'd love to have you here every week, every week, new videos, new live streams. If you become an insider, you'll never miss out. Don't forget, we've got the great Rene Ritchie, YouTube creator liaison. He is in charge of creator culture coming to the show. Can you imagine how much knowledge is going to be poured? I mean, you can ask him anything you want live here. So don't miss it because we don't have a specific date set. Go to professorness.com forward slash insider. It takes you two seconds. It's absolutely free. And you're in. Link in the pinned comment, link in the show notes, and link in the description. Uh, like Michael has a follow-up. I know you said one last question, but does taking down a video and redoing it cause issues? Or is that okay when one doesn't do well? Oh, you can totally, that's a great question. And when you say taking it down and redoing it, you mean deleting it or unlisting it? Because you got to be careful there. Um, I would delete it if I were you, but don't delete it. I would maybe unlist it first. And then if you do redo the video, okay, and you and you upload it, and that's totally fine. There's nothing wrong with that, especially if it's a completely separate video. Um, if you're saying download it and then kind of mess with it a little bit, and then upload it. Yeah, you probably would have to delete it. Um, but yeah, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Nobody, as a matter of fact, I know that these platforms would encourage that. Why? Because any video that's going to keep viewers engaged and keep them on the platform, they're going to push that video out. And they're going to encourage and they're going to reward creators who do their best to do that. So what you're doing, Michael, is you're trying to do your best to engage the viewer. And you're not just resting on your laurels or you're not just saying, well, okay, I tried, whatever, I'm going to give up. You actually want to do better. So there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Please, by all means, do that. Yes, Robert, absolutely. Great to see you. Welcome, Ancient. Yes, welcome, Ancient. Welcome, Ancient, to the chat. It's great to have you here. Thank you for being here. Ryan has one final question. Okay. Thank you so much. Ryan says about shorts. How do shorts play into search results? They do. They do play into search results because I've got, I, I, and I've looked at the data. I've looked at the analysis. I've looked at the analytics. Search is a traffic source. That's what that's, that's where I think really YouTube, if you take the theme of this show, literally, okay. If you take the theme of this show quite literally, when I say like who will win the short form video war in 2023, if we take it literally, I already answered this. I didn't say YouTube, but if I, if I had another answer that would be literal, I would say it's YouTube. Why? Because of this very thing. So you want to take advantage of search as well. Um, but the thing that you want to be careful of is always make content for people, not algorithms. Always make content for people, not robots. You may have an SEO keyword perfect title, but if it doesn't make any sense to viewers, it's over. So for example, I'm going to give you a concrete example because Kay is wondering, you know, how do I find an expert who's not full of it? I don't want to be one of those guys for sure. And I always want to back up what I say. Here's an example. Okay, Ryan, here is an example of not creating a video title for SEO and robots but for actually human beings to want to click. Because no matter how good 
your SEO is, a human being still needs to click it. So instead of saying something like Microsoft Office Windows, you know, 11 review tutorial Microsoft Office Windows, which I can't tell you how many clients I've worked with, how many creators I've seen, they literally put that in the title because they think, well, I just compound the keyword there. That doesn't like, is that going to make me want to click on your video? Microsoft Office Windows 11 tutorial, Microsoft Office Windows, everything you need to know. That's not going to make me want to click on the video. How about this? Instead of that, what if you said this? I changed this one thing on Microsoft Office Windows and it made all the difference. Do you see the difference? Do you hear the difference? First of all, it's a shorter title. Second of all, you have the keyword Microsoft Windows in there, but it's also got that audience psychology. It creates tension in the audience's mind. What is that thing that changed everything? I got to know. I have to click. Nez Nation, do you understand the difference? Instead of saying Microsoft Office Windows tutorial, step-by-step, one, two, three, masterclass, office, Microsoft Office. <clears throat> you may have an amazing video. You may have an amazing tutorial, but if nobody clicks it, it doesn't matter. What if you said this? I changed this one thing on Microsoft Windows and it made all the difference. I'm just, I mean, that's how you, you got it. This is, it takes time, guys. I've been a content creator for over 10 years. It takes time. I've been a business owner for 28, 30 years almost. It takes time. You got to understand these things. You got to learn these things. I've said this so many times. You got to almost wear the clothes of YouTube. Wear the clothes of being a content creator. You got to break in those shoes, okay? You learn this by experience. You learn this by failing over and over and over again. Does that make sense? Uh, Ryan, are you still here? Yeah, I can't wait to have Renee on Sharkfin. Thank you so much, Michael. I appreciate that. So awesome to see you guys. <laughs> I love that. that. That is an awesome title. I love that. Good title, Robert. That's a great title. Fantastic. Yeah, that's true, George. Uh, everywhere. Very good point. George says, uh, even on LinkedIn, short form videos get a lot of views. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, that's another thing too. I forgot to mention this. Thank you, Mike. Um, uh, if you're still here, Ryan. Yeah, if you're still here, Ryan. Another thing about search is you also have, because Google owns YouTube, they're the parent company of YouTube, you also have, I have a ton of videos that get the majority of their videos from Google search, not just YouTube search, but from Google search, right? But I love this title, MacBook Pro 14 saved my marriage. <laughs> oh, I got to see that. Michael, hey, hey, I'm, I'm subscribing. I think I'm pretty much, I think I am subscribed to your channel. But I think that video will be on my homepage because even if I'm subscribed or not, you need to have a really powerful thumbnail. But that title is absolute gold. As a consultant, as a, as a content creation, personal branding coach, that title is gold. Stick to that title. Do not change it for one second. Mac, the, and put a the in front of it. The MacBook Pro 14 saved my marriage. 
what, how, how I want to click that. You need to create tension in the audience's head. They cannot scroll past this without clicking that. They absolutely must find out. They absolutely must find out what's going on in that video. That's everything. Guys, I just want to say again how much I appreciate you guys, and I really need your help. I need you to let me know in the comments what kind of videos you would like to see me create. I will create them for you. What are your biggest problems in the creator economy? What are your biggest challenges? What are your biggest issues? What are your biggest stresses? What are your biggest um, complaints um, uh, and challenges? I just, I want to hear from you. So let me know what's in, you know, what, what kind of videos you want to see. This channel is all about helping you monetize your skills, creativity, and experience in the creator economy. So you can maybe potentially quit your nine to five. You don't have to, you could do it on the side. I know plenty, I have plenty of clients that make an extra 500, 2000 a month, you know, just doing content creation and, and everything that goes with that business, running a content business. But the, 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 it's more than that. This is about relevancy. It's not just about monetization. This is where everything is happening. You need to be on here. Content is king. So I'd love to hear from you guys. Let me know. Don't forget to become a Nez Nation insider, professornez.com forward slash insider. Again, that's professornez.com forward slash insider. Link is in the pinned comment. Link is in the description and link is in the uh, show notes. So make sure you do that. I just want to say a big thank you to all the live viewers that were here. I absolutely love you guys. Thank you. Thank you so, so much. And stick around, guys, because we got so much more to come. We got the YouTube creator liaison coming on the show. I can't wait. I'll see you guys over there. Go check it out. Hang out with us. This is the best place you want to be. Love y'all. Chanel.